Hey guys, welcome to my weekly series called Real Talk on Your Best Life. On these minisodes, Luca and I lift the curtain and talk about what's on our minds day to day, just trying to live our best life. Welcome back to Your Best Life with Anna Victoria and Luca. Hi, everyone. So today we are going to have a quick chat about a topic that I talk about a lot, but I also get lots of questions on, which is 80-20. And what is 80-20 exactly? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> so Luca, how would you describe 80-20? It's about being flexible with your journey, with your dieting, right? Yeah. I see it as not being strict with yourself. That's to me, that's what it comes down to, in my in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, early on in our fitness journey, when we were living in China and starting to like, you know, eat healthy and really eat, I would say like we were eating healthy, but like, to be honest, we were eating for fitness goals. You know, Correct. we were, it, yes. it wasn't just like, okay, we're going to start learning how to incorporate more fruits and veggies. You had no problem with that, you know, but you know, it wasn't about like, let's incorporate more fruits and veggies. Let's prioritize protein. It really was to optimize our workouts and performance. But at the same time, like neither of us were looking to get into like bodybuilding competitions right. or any, right. anything like that. And actually back then in like late 2012 or 2013, that was like kind of all the rage on Instagram. Like it was all about, you know, bodybuilding um, com- competitions. I remember that, yeah. Also the, the big pages at the moment were all very hardcore bodybuilding pages. Yeah. So, yeah. And I would always get asked, like, would you ever do a competition? And, you know, it's just never really been my cup of tea, you know, nothing against them. Just, you know, it's not what I'm interested in. But with that being said, 80-20 was something that I felt like, I personally needed in order to learn how to eat healthy without going to an extreme. Right. Because my eating habits prior to my journey were so extreme and I never wanted to get into kind of a yo-yo cycle where like I went from eating only junk food to only eating healthy because as I've mentioned multiple times before, like that is just not a life I want to live, you know? Like I don't want to feel like I can't have my favorite foods here and there. And I feel like 80-20 these days, it's kind of, you hear it all the time and it's really popular. But when I first started my journey, it wasn't. It, right. was, it was a very new thing for me. Um, so to break it down, 80-20 is, you know, they say 80% of the time you get your food from whole natural food sources and the other 20% aren't, you know, and whether that's all out fast food or maybe it's something that is just more calorically dense, you know, something that isn't lean chicken breast and broccoli and sweet potatoes, you know, it's definitely open for interpretation. Um, But I would say early on in our fitness journey, what we would do is we would eat, like I said, whole natural foods throughout the week for all of our meals during the week. And then we would go all out (laughs) on one indulgent meal and people would often ask me well like what is that meal composed of and for us it was like an appetizer a main dish dessert wine (laughs) like we we did not hold back but what that did for us early on in our fitness journey when personally I was really learning how do I even begin to balance eating healthy and still enjoying my favorite foods without letting it get into a slippery slope And for me, those one meals a week 
allowed me to do that because we would always have them like on a Saturday night. So I was done for the day. If it was like a Saturday morning breakfast, then for me personally, that would probably set me up through the rest of the day to continue having those right. cravings. So right. yeah, so for me having it at night, it was like, okay, I go to bed, Sunday I wake up, maybe we might make protein pancakes on a Sunday morning that like the macros might not be as, you know, like where we would want them, but like it still was in line with our goals in terms of like it being whole natural foods and a, like a homemade meal. But that was our routine. It was almost like hitting a, a reset button. Yeah. During the week, you know, you, you stick with the whole natural foods and then you get to Saturday, uh, you indulge in your favorite meal. And then the next day you are ready again for another week. We were really good at, you know, sticking with that routine. What I liked about it is, you know, guys, like eating whole natural foods for like six days of the week, like that's hard, <laughs> you know, but my eating habits prior, like I just, I did not have my taste buds like was, were not in line with eating whole natural foods. Like I didn't really enjoy it that much. I'm going to be honest, guys, in the beginning, because my taste buds were so out of whack and you kind of need to have a time period where you're, you are eating whole natural foods to allow your taste buds to like kind of readjust and like so that you're no longer used to those really high levels of artificial flavors and artificial, whether it's sugars or salts or just overall flavor enhancers. So for me, that's what I needed. But I want to say guys that like that this was goodness seven years ago, eight, seven, eight years ago. And since then, there's been a lot of conversation around that approach of having that one indulgent meal a week. And for some people, they've been very vocal that like they do not feel that that's what works for them, that that is what causes binge eating, you know? So like, it's really important to say that like, this is just what worked for us at that point in time. Yes, yes. We probably followed that routine for like a good two years, I would say, maybe even three, like once we got to Italy, we continued this, but that's not kind of what we've been doing in more recent times. So, you know, I, I think it's really important to always be flexible with like whatever approach you take, whether it's the one cheat meal a week, the one big one. Or whether you want you want a cookie in the middle of the week or exactly. you want to get ice cream. And that's also really important to say you can. It's yes. not going to really ruin your progress. It's not going to. And this is we are still talking about if you have fitness goals. Right. That's really important. That's really important. You know, you, one cookie and ice cream in the middle of the week, it's not going to ruin anything right so right. it's about flexibility it's about enjoy your cookie enjoy yeah, your ice right. cream and then get back on on the, on the healthy eating i get a lot of questions about 80 20 and they're like well how many meals a week is it and how many calories a week is it and for me that's missing the point like it's yeah. not so much about getting into the nitty-gritty as much as i'm a numbers person and i would love to crunch those numbers for people I just think that that is missing the point that 80-20, it's not so much a literal calculation of eating 80% whole natural foods and 20% not, because then we can get into the conversation of, okay, is it staying in a caloric deficit the entire week, cheat meal included, and 20% of the calories are just processed foods? Or is it that that 20% is a surplus of your calories for that one meal? You know, like that's just, I feel like that is overcomplicating 80-20. And I actually feel like the people who ask those questions 
are the exact people who need that flexible 80-20 approach because it's not about, you know, getting into the numbers and calculating every single last calorie and where it's coming from. The point of 80-20 is about prioritizing, fueling your body and having balanced macros and having them come from whole natural foods because that's what is going to allow you to feel your best um, physically. And then that other 20%, regardless of, you know, where it comes from, if it's, you know, Taco Bell or if it's just a meal out um, or even if if it's a home cooked meal that is just, you know, different than like your quote unquote, like whole natural foods. The point is to be able to eat those things without feeling any guilt. Exactly. That's exactly the point. Yeah. And that is what is most important for your mental and emotional well-being. I think that that the 80% and the 20% both are just as important. They just serve different purposes because no one should be trying to eat healthy 100% of the time. Yeah. Like I said, personally, it's not a life I want to live. And that's not a life I want for anyone else. I, I think that if we get into talking about like food intolerances or allergies, like that's a completely different situation and, and discussion. This is purely for people who are wanting to eat healthy, wanting to fuel and nourish their body, but like want to go out and enjoy cupcakes and cake and pizza and birthday parties without feeling any guilt. Exactly. Yeah. I think that it's something that whether that one, I I, I shouldn't use the, the term cheat meal because that can have a negative connotation. So an indulgent meal, whether it's one a week or if it's two smaller ones throughout the week, you know, it really just kind of depends on the person. But I do have to say that speaking as someone who like loves junk food, you know, what I would have to do if there ever was a time period where like I had too many events in one week, there were times that, yeah, I had to make the decision to eat a healthy meal prior to that event so that when I was there, I didn't just scarf everything down that was so delectable and and indulgent because I knew myself. Like I know that like when I get hungry, you know, I don't care about any fitness goals. (laughs) If you put like some yummy foods in front of me, like I'm going to eat them and indulge in them. And it's not about the guilt aspect because it's like, at the end of the day, if you want to do that, if you want to have an extra indulgent meal, go for it, but accept it and own it and recognize that you had so many amazing memories from that meal, you know, and like just just move on. I think it's really important to allow yourself to indulge and to enjoy those things. But, you know, there also comes a time where like, if you start realizing that 80, 20 is turning into 70, 30, that's okay. But then when it starts turning into 60, 40 and 50, 50, and you have fitness goals, that's where you need to kind of give yourself a little bit of a reality check and say, hey. You're actually like harming your progress, right? In that case. Right. And it's all a matter of priorities. If your priority is just to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle, work out, feel great, feel strong, then like I think 60, 40 or 70, 30 are great. But if you are wanting to see, you know, fat loss progress and overall aesthetics, that's where like, you know, it's just a matter of priorities and you need to realize that I would say there were times I was even doing 90-10 when I was, you know, probably at my most fit, you know, is what is required. And I think that it's just really important to remove the emotions out of it. You know, there's, it's not about eating good or bad foods. You know, there's no morality to food. You're not bad if you ate a cookie or a cupcake, right. you know. Right. I think for us, like we said, we were never super, super into like getting 
as cut or lean as we ever possibly could. Sure, we wanted to see physical progress and results, but we also wanted to enjoy living our life. I remember, you know, every day after our treat meal, not only we were ready because, you know, it was more a reset, mentally reset, but also we weren't feeling really good about about the food we were eating the night before. I'm so happy you brought this up because the reason why I I say- I mean, physically, I mean, physically. Right, yeah. right, right. Physically, it had nothing to do with guilt. We loved that meal. Oh, you know, yeah. like we we really enjoyed those meals and the time together. It wasn't feeling bad because we ate those things mentally. It was, but physically, we would wake up and we would be like, oh, like I feel so lethargic. Like I don't want to work out. And that is where, especially if you're eating according to your fitness goals, that's where, you know, you have to recognize. When that slippery slope happens of 80-20 turning into 70-30 and then 60-40, that's where you're just not going to be feeling your best, you know? So, but like I said, it's not about getting into the numbers. It is just about the overall approach and knowing that that one or two meals a week are not going to derail your progress. And they are probably more important to your body mentally and emotionally than anything. So yeah, for sure. I hope this helped guys. I would love to hear what you think about 80-20. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.